When I got into real estate, the one thing that my uncle had said to me, who has been in real estate for like 45 years, he said, let everybody you know, know that you are now a realtor. And I didn't really do it. I didn't take it seriously. I wish I had because I look back on that now and people are like, oh, I didn't know you were in real estate. I would have used you. Hi, I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. This week, I'm speaking with Courtney Dorian from the Cape Brodick team. Today's chat is all about collaboration over competition. How Courtney builds genuine relationships with clients, but also with other realtors in order to get the smoothest transaction for everyone. Courtney shares her lead generating activities and the most simple way to avoid hearing, I didn't know you were a realtor. Let's get to my chat with Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. Tell us what is the key to your success? Hi, Mo. Thank you so much for inviting me on today. Um, I would have to say that the key to my success is really the relationship building with clientele uh, and with my colleagues as well. I think it uh, helps the process go much smoother and um, enjoyable for everybody. Yeah. So how do you do that for from um, both parts, from the client's perspective and from the coworker's perspective? So from the client's perspective, I think that, um, you know, going the extra mile for each of them, looking into details that they wouldn't normally find, um, you know, what's happening in the area of the of the property they're looking at, what type of schools are around that area, how um, it would best fit for them. Um, and same thing in the listing side, making sure that, you uh, you're really exposing them to everything, but also keeping that personal touch. Yeah. As well. I find is, you know, in this business nowadays, we have so much social media and there is so much technology that we can lose that personal connection. So I personally like to, um, I'm a big phone person. I like to talk on the phone uh, and, and uh, follow up with a text message or an email, but really make that personal connection. They can hear my tone of voice. They can, uh, you know, it, it, understand my enthusiasm and my excitement for them. Um, and then with my colleagues, it's about, you know, knowledge, uh, sharing our knowledge, establishing uh, good relationships and, and cooperation, uh, you know, collaboration over competition any day. Yeah, I, I love that because real estate people think, oh, realtors are competing. You are, but you're working together to get something done. So you have to be in good, yeah. in good enough relationship to be able to yeah. Always two sides to every deal. So nice. yes, true. <laughs> and then when you say you um, keep that personal touch, do you have any like systems or procedures for yourself to remind you, hey, I got to do 10 phone calls today or what is it? How do you keep in touch like that? Uh, I uh, am a big calendar utilizer. I really find uh, that putting in those follow-up phone calls, time blocking that time in the morning or the afternoon to follow up with them, setting a day or two reminder after the phone calls, um, we're setting a coffee date and meeting them in person and then following it up a couple of days later with a phone call for if there was any questions or information that they needed. So definitely utilizing my calendar and uh, I have a phenomenal leader at my team. So I'm, uh, I'm learning a lot from her every day. Nice. That's amazing. You have lots of mentorship from your team. Uh, let's talk about that. What are you getting out of the mentorship or what is the 
the key points that you didn't think you were going to learn as a realtor? You know, collaboration is such a huge thing. And and four years ago, when I got into real estate, I really, I thought that it was the competition. It was, you know, I shouldn't be close with other people. I shouldn't let people into my inner circle. Whereas I found, uh, especially being on this team and getting to work with all of these incredible people, that the knowledge that we share together and um, the experience collectively as a group, I think there's over 40 years of experience in our office alone. That's amazing. And um, so what I can provide to my client with that kind of knowledge, if I don't know something or I don't know someone, we share connections, we share experiences. Um, and we also are there for each other emotionally and uh, and physically as well to support, you know, a nice hug, a handshake, a high five. All of those things are super important. Yeah. A, a huge uh, point to that is how can you service your clients better if you don't know is to have the backup knowledge. Yeah experience behind you. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. So you did four uh, years in real estate. Uh, what quality do you have that got you to where you are today? Well, I have uh, been in real estate for four years. I have uh, spent three, my first three years in real estate, not really doing real estate. I uh, ended up getting uh, pregnant in the beginning of my career and I had all of my babies. So I'm just getting back into it now. Um, but I would say it's the relationship building over time, keeping in connection with uh, the people that I met through, um, you know, organic interaction and people I met through my sphere of influence and just keeping those connections uh, in place, you know, calling people up, uh, joining up with teams. I did a lot of um, volunteering in the community and stuff like that, too. So getting my myself out there and um, but really just it's really just the connection at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. How do you help or what would you say to realtors who are afraid of the phone call or don't know how to start? What What's your process there? So it, funny. So background story before I got into real estate, I've been in sales for many years, uh, but I got into real estate and I was heavily on the field before that. I did a lot of door knocking, a lot of face to face interaction. And then with the unprecedented times we've left, um, it's changed how everything goes. And so I myself actually struggled a bit with getting on the phone and calling people, even if I knew them, it was like, okay, I want to make sure I'm saying the right stuff. I'm sounding, you know, okay. And um, I would say that, you know, put the fear aside because at the end of the day, you're always harder on yourself than everybody else is. And you can't really see how you perform uh, as you're doing it. We'll say, you know, I was a little bit nervous being my first podcast. <laughs> Nice. But uh, I'm sure it'll go okay. Yes, there you go. When you do phone calls like that, do you call only your sphere of influence or do you call strangers or people you haven't spoke to? Uh, how do you manage both? So I try and do a little bit of, of everything. So I have a set amount of people from my sphere of influence that I have either sold their property or listed it in the last couple of years. I try and touch base with them. Uh, on a on a 75% organic connection and then 25% value proposition with work. So, you know, I'm giving them complimentary uh, market analysis of their property. Um, we're going over, you know, how are your kids? Are you registering for soccer and all of that kind of stuff? And then I also have open house leads and people who I've met organically um, through those types of interactions. And then I also have office leads that are sent as well too. So I try and, and mix it up with a little bit of each every day. Um, and then also just using different types of lead generation to get more leads as well, because that is always a realtor's goal is to get the, the leads, keep them coming. So Yes. Let's talk about lead generating. What do you, 
do other than the leads that come from your office or from your team, what kind of lead generating activities do you do? I would say one of the biggest things for myself uh, would be open houses. I find that it is the amount of time you spend in an open house is invaluable. Whether you have nobody come in the door and you end up spending that time being able to work or yeah. you have a steady flow of people coming through the door and you're able to connect with them, find out what their needs are, how you can help them and service them, and then give them market education face-to-face. -face. I mean, it's one of the only interactions that you can have with a potential buyer or seller where they're naturally coming to you and you're able to you know, show them who you really are versus just the average agent. So I think that that's something that definitely sets my service level apart um, is that personal relationship building in face-to-face um, and then in terms of other lead generation, I also um, network with quite a few mortgage agents um, and other real estate professionals in those industries, lawyers, et cetera. Um, and so we utilize our networks. If someone uh, is looking for a lawyer or a realtor, we tend to bounce those clients back and forth. Um, it's a great source of lead generation. And um, you, oftentimes they're reliable sources um, from the connections that you've built. So it's great. Nice. And then you talked about having open houses and listings. Uh, you have, because you're part of the, the team, you get obviously opportunity to have more listings. How do you leverage your listings to get the connection to new people other than the open houses? I think that um, there is so much technology. I am still grasping how to learn and use properly. Uh, social media is an opportunity for me. I you know try and be present on there as much as I can. Uh, but I've got a young family and I'm, you know, trying to nail down the methodology to um, perfecting my business and my time management is like no time. <laughs> There's no extra time in the day. So um, I definitely trying to utilize, you know, Google, Google page services. Um, we have a, a product through our uh, brokerage called KB Core, which does a whole bunch of internal uh, systems for leveraging properties, exposure to properties, to a new clientele that you wouldn't normally get to um, and stuff like that as well. So that's great. And then you mentioned time blocks. So what are the non-negotiable for you in your time block? What are the time blocks that you keep that you do that nobody can interrupt you? So I really try to be present every single night for dinner, bath time, bedtime with the kids. That for me is non-negotiable, especially at the end of the day. I mean, the morning is hectic. The daytime is hectic. You're trying to fit everything you possibly can between 930 and 430 yeah. in the daytime. And it's not enough time most days. Yeah. So I will, I will move those client appointments or interactions to the next day. But my kids from five o'clock until eight o'clock. If I have to deal with work in between then and it's, you know, there's no way I can push it off, then that's, I'll do that. But my kids and my family. And then I also, um, every other weekend will book a work weekend. So I'm doing an open house. I'll try and schedule client appointments on the Saturday. Um, and I'll go out and, and spend that weekend working. And then I'll spend a weekend with my family so that we can go out and have fun uh, or just sit on the couch and watch movies all day and snuggle. True. I love it. That's cool. Your non-negotiable are genuinely your family. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, very cool. I think as a realtor, it's it's so hard to balance that because you're on demand and on call all the time. Yeah, yeah. True. If I, it, you know, there's no, you know, if I don't set those boundaries for myself, then there are no boundaries. And so I find that it it can take the enjoyment out of being in real estate by not separating those times. So um, valuable tool again, something that I have taken from the leadership on this team and uh and utilized it for myself and it's made all the difference in my in my career
That's amazing. It, it keeps the expectations clear. You have the backup from the team, so why not do it? I yeah. totally agree. Very cool. So tell yeah. us three actions that every realtor should be doing. Three actions every realtor should be doing. Put yourself out there, whether it's social media. Um, if it makes you uncomfortable, do it. Nice. I would say, you know, uh, oftentimes people shy away from uh, being themselves when they meet people, just show people who you really are, show them why they would want to work with you over the next person, you know, um, cutting edge technology is great. And we all have the same kind of um, ability to use that kind of exposure, but it's the individual in you that will make the difference in any, yeah, exactly. In your true self. So I would say, put yourself out there, um, utilize your network as much as you can. I mean, when I got into real estate, the one thing that my uncle had said to me, who has been in real estate for like 45 years, he said, let everybody, you know, know that you are now a realtor. And I didn't really do it. I didn't take it seriously. I wish I had, because I look back on that now and people are like, Oh, I didn't know you were in real estate. I would have used you. So I would definitely say, put yourself out there, leverage that network, get everybody um, that, you know, in your sphere of influence whether they're looking to transact or not, get yourself in front of them in terms of uh, knowing that you're available to use. Um, and then I would also say, utilize a calendar. You know, if you don't have a family, you are able to schedule so much of your time for yourself and for your career and have that balance and start out that way so that as your life continues, whether you choose to have a family or not, or you add extracurricular activities, or you want to learn a new language or anything like that, that you're able to incorporate that into your schedule for your own fulfillment mm -hmm. um, and balance as well. I think it's really important to, in this day and age, to have as much balance as we can. Yes. Uh, easier said than done. Definitely. But those could be the three things. Yes. That's amazing. That's such great advice. I think realtors often forget those basics. Like, mm -hmm. Putting yourself out there, we hear so many times people say, oh, I lost the deal because people didn't know I was a realtor. And yeah. that's the, probably the biggest challenge and frustration in real estate. Yeah. One and if I had to add one extra thing, I would say follow-up. Nice. Okay. I would say that follow-up would be a huge opportunity in the past and something that it continues to always be something you can work on. I mean, it is, it gets a lot when you start having, you know, a dozen to two dozen people to call in a day and you get, you know, three hours later on the phone, you've talked to half of them and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no more time today for this. So follow-up and scheduling that follow-up, using the calendar for that, creating your balance, all of those intertwine together. Yeah, I love it. Have there, your time for your calls, but also plan out some follow-up time in your mm -hmm. time block as well. Very cool. And then tell us for what's your uh, best advice from your mentors, from the team, what's the best advice you received from them? Oh, Give yourself time and grace. Yes. You know, schedule not just time with family, but but time by yourself. Mm -hmm. Time to work on yourself, whether that's reading a book, spending 10 minutes locked in a bathroom, you know, anything that gives you a bit of you time, um, I would definitely say would be a huge, a huge asset and, and balance and work-life balance. Yeah, nice. And then learning, you talk about reading a book, or I know you have the mentors and the team. Uh, what kind of book would you recommend uh, for real estate growth, or where are you looking for for author or resources for yourself? I tend to read um, a lot of motivational, uh, inspirational books about 
really my personal character and, and how I can better myself as a human being. I don't actually read a lot of real estate material. Um, I do attend a lot of like webinar conferences on um, just understanding the business, understanding new terms. They're constantly updating, uh, you know, different processes within real estate. So I think it's important to keep up on top of those. Um, but definitely, um, you know, working on myself and, and the better that I am as a, as a human being, I think just translates naturally into my career. Yeah. Um, and then also attending conferences, I find can be a huge source of knowledge and, and power as well. Um, you know, talking with different industry professionals, gaining their knowledge over years of experience, that wealth is invaluable. So taking all of that in and, and again, it, it also interacts with, with um, expanding your network too. So nice. It all makes sense. <laughs> yes. I love the personal growth, the mindset, uh, the, all that personal development you can do to better yourself is, is important. Mm -hmm. Nice. And then tell us what are you excited about coming up this year in the future of real estate? Oh my gosh. So many things. So many. <laughs> I think uh, this year we're seeing, especially in, in our area, in the Brantford area, we're seeing such a massive uh, commercial industrial expansion from the GTA moving West. Uh, we have the land, we have the space um, and, you know, we can accommodate that kind of growth. So very important for our province and our country. And um, we're seeing a lot of uh, companies move more west within Ontario um, and utilizing the space we have here. Uh, we just need to keep up with that housing demand. So as long as we can, we can shut down a little bit of the uh, bureaucracy when it comes to getting all of these houses built, it would be excellent. Um, and it would be great for the, for the people of Ontario as well. Nice. That's amazing. Exciting to see commercial going there. So we will bring up more residential. Yes. In the yes. End. Nice. Absolutely. Very cool. Thank you for sharing all your advice and all your uh, personal uh, references for sure. Tell us what, where do we find you? So uh, you can find me 90% of the time uh, in running around Brantford and or in my office here at the K product team on uh, King George Road beautiful space uh, that I have the pleasure to work in and also um, you can find me on Instagram at agent Courtney D okay. um, and you can also find me at Courtney Doreen Real Estate on Facebook as well perfect amazing thank you so much we'll share all of that with everyone thank you so much for having me mode it's been a pleasure amazing thanks for joining if you know anyone who could benefit from those growth tips and tricks please share mm -hmm.